Bitcoin just had a huge. Oh, you can't make this stuff. Let's break it down. It's one of those days, baby. It's one of those days. Bitcoin 20,670 just did one of those. That's why you do not trade. Look, people are like, I'm going to open it long and it's short on both sides. They know you're going to do that. And look, they just liquidated both people on both sides. <laughs> Sorry, I just, oh, that's mean. But like, yeah, that's why I tell, I tell everyone, do not trade today. Worst day of your life to trade. Look at that, dude. They just liquidated both sides of the court so fast. <laughs> what you think you're slick until you got... So you're like, I got a long and a short going. I'm going to win one of them. You lost both of them. <laughs> like a bunch of people did the, did, the, did the leverage long on either side. Dude, let's look at the liquidation indicator on this. This is going to be hilarious. Right? Does it work on any exchange? Like, we just slap it on the KuCoin exchange. This is crazy. Shout out to everybody here on the live. This is insane. Are you seeing this? Is anyone witnessing this with me? This is insanity. <laughs> Dude, that happened in the last second, like in a minute and a half. Oh my God. And look, we have this, the chat from earlier today. Look at the chat from earlier. You people are amazing. Like, look at that. Like, that's just a portion of it. And now we have a new chat. Dude, did I miss the high? <laughs> what is it? No, I mean, isn't that crazy? It's what happens before the hike. Like, there's just this preemptive move. What I like is we pump to the upside. At the end of the day, right now, we're up. I don't trust this market. I'm going to watch. I'm gonna, I am not trading. I am an observer at the present moment. I am strictly observing. All right? That's all I'm doing. Um, this is the KuCoin chat. This is the KuCoin chat. We're watching an observation. Yeah, but I wanted to add this indicator here. The liquidator. On the 15 minute, I want to see how this looks with the indicator on. You might have to only use it on Binance. I'm not sure if it works on the KuCoin exchange. I never did that before. So, yeah, look. So, oh, there it is. Okay, cool. So, it loads no matter what. So, it's showing you where the all the longs are, 100x, right? And if you right-click it, you can see what it means. So, it's like, so, look, input. So, the gray are 50x shorts. The yellow are 100x shorts. And the, you know, the blue... The further away, so, and so you can just assume, like, these are the 100Xs, these are the 100Xs, all right? So they definitely went and got everyone who 100X, like, if we look here, they definitely went and got everybody who are 100X right there. They got all the 100X people that thought they were sweet, and some 50X people, see that? Then they went up and got everyone up here that 100 you know, just... <laughs> So that's why you don't fit, do 50 or 100X leverage, like... They just crushed both sides. Like anyone who leverage trades to me, like, you know, if you use it sparingly and properly, even then I think it can kind of suck you in too much. So I'm always wary of it. That's why I don't even think it's a good idea, even a little bit. Um, even the three NL three S tokens, like they're treacherous. If you know, I was playing one last night. I told my story today. It's, it's insanity. Well, look at this. This is what you're going to get on fed day. And this is why it's good, uh, practice to watch this occur. Let's take a look at the DXY taking a meltdown to the downside beautiful beautiful thing look at this the dxy and we were talking about one way or the other and we were hoping for a dump why because we were high on the 15 minute you get it and the 15 minute we were expecting this dump now i thought hopefully we would just i mean not hopefully i figured we would just come down here but this dump is beautiful this is what we're talking about and you can see something's going on in the market 
People are losing faith in the dollar. And I talked about this over and over again. And look, when you look at it, it's actually a triple top. I mean, you can see there was clear heavy resistance zone here, and we talked about it. But just to kind of put it into perspective, one, two, three, right? And lo and behold, we are dumping to the downside. Um, we could easily whipsaw back up. I'm not, but this is a massive dump. Like, this is a massive sell-off. Um, this is going to propel Bitcoin to the upside, for sure. And Bitcoin just getting a move. I mean, and you can't predict this stuff. Like, look, seven minute is pinned. The only way you could have played this is the seven minute. Let's take a look at our book map. And we'll talk about it. And look at the shorts just getting absolutely obliterated. Dude, it's heating up before we even get into the Fed meeting. So it seems like we're going to get the 75 basis points. People know what's going to happen now. It's been leaked. This is what happened right before the meeting. People know. Because the person who tells the meeting tells the person who tells the person. And eventually there's someone who can't keep their mouth shut. And they look at some guy and they're like... And it's like a wink or a, the guy can look at the guy and he's like, and he knows the guy for years. They've been friends. And the guy looks at him and he's like, I'm not supposed to. And he's like, yeah, yeah. and the guy's like, yeah, yeah. like, they don't even have to talk. Like the guy walks up to him and he's like, yeah. and the other guy's like, so it's like this. No, this is what happens. First guy walks up. They look at each other. They act like they don't see each other at first. Look away. So the first guy looks away. Next guy looks away, right? But then they like slowly realize they're coming closer to each other. And the guy looks at him and he's like, and he has to look. And he's just saying like, can you just show me something? And the guy, the guy looks down. He's like, I can't, I just can't. But then he looks up and they make eye contact again. And the guy's like, he may not make that sound, but he's like, and the other guy's like, and then eventually they lock in and he's like, and then this guy eventually just like, yeah, and he's like, is it, is it, and he's like, and then he's like, and then they just walk away. And then that guy runs, and he's like, yeah, 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 rate hike 75, sell, 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 you know. And you know what I mean? They're, they know each other too well. They're all around each other. The information is flowing. And just by looking at the two of each other, like, they'll pressure each other with a look. And the guy's eventually going to have to do, you know. Uh, does anyone know what I'm talking about? He makes that sound. No, he does. He's like, <laughs> Oh, my God. Beautiful move for Bitcoin holding 20,700. And again, I'm not going to even talk about trying to predict a rate hike date. Uh, you know, beautiful. This is what I like to see now is I've been predicting the dump for the dollar and the dollar continues to move to the downside. You can even see this as a bit of a shoulder head and a right shoulder. If we live it to the five minute, I mean, that's legit. And that's an M pattern there. M called it, right? Show me the chats and I'll show you the news. The M pattern on the dollar. But that is a massive sell off on the dollar. And the dollar continues to lose massive areas. And I believe when I bought that Bitcoin at 19282 that I don't believe, you know, there may be a chance you never get Bitcoin that cheap again. There may be a chance that I bought the entire bottom in front of the whole world when I bought that whole Bitcoin. Because if the dollar keeps continuing to low, go low, like, look, this is trend analysis. You have a high, you have a lower low, you have a, a lower high. This is destined now to make a lower low. Somewhere down in here. And this is the pattern at hand. The pattern at play. This is the way, says my man, Mr. Smurfington. This is the way. You brought that to me. You know, I started doing that. And one day you said it in the trading group like two, a year and a half ago or whatever, you know, and you were like, this is the way. <laughs> like we were living like hidden bullish and you were like, this is the way. And I was like, and ever since then, like that's kind of the thing in my trading group. Like this is the way. And like, if you know what I mean, then you know, you know what I mean? Um, 19,000 wasn't the bottom 17.6 was. No, I know, but the, the most recent 
place to buy Bitcoin on the lows is what I'm saying. I mean, I bought Bitcoin. I didn't get my $19,500 order. I'm tight about that. I got 18,001, 18,005, 18,006, 19,001. You know, that was from the Mandalorian. <laughs> See, I never saw the Mandalorian. Shout out to Chris Ray in the house. The loan, one of the loan. Shout out to Chris Ray, crypto life changer in Jamie. Right? CNC Ireland also holding it down, never missing a beat. And my man, DJ Porter Rock in the house. Spinning on the ones and twos, DJ Porter Rock, Jamma 94.5. Harry, I took care of it. <laughs> like, we have no food, we have no money for rent, our pets' heads are falling off. I can't believe it. What? How the hell does he know that I got gas? <laughs> Dear gas man, sorry, went to Aspen, you know. What? These mother... What? How the hell does he know that I got gas? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm like, I was such a sucker for that movie when it came out. I was like 13 or 12 or something, and it's just like, it's been embedded in my immature mind forever, you know? And like the really beautiful lady sitting there, and she's like, I think she's got like a lollipop in her mouth, and she's waiting for the cat, and he's like, and he's like, what kind of accent is that? He's like, <laughs> and he's like, England? And she's like, Austria. And he's like, let's put another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> Good day, mate. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, sorry. I just, you know, I'm trying to entertain. I'm attempting. I'm attempting to entertain you. At my own expense, it is what it is. I'll do what I got to do to keep it rolling. <laughs> Shout out to everybody here on the live. Thank you for being here. Appreciate each and every one of you for jumping on into the live. So look, what are we looking at right here? We're looking at Bookmap. And Bookmap really comes into play. It's really fun to watch. Actually, it's, inter it's interesting to watch during these Fed meetings. And because everyone thinks they know how to play it. And everyone thinks they're sweet and swift and smart. And I believe the smart thing is to sit on the sidelines. It's like trying to surf during a hurricane. Guy's like, I'm going to go out there and catch the biggest wave of my life. And I'm like, you might just get picked up and slammed into the jetty, though, right? He's like, well, I'm going to shorten long it at the same time and see what happens. <laughs> I'm sorry, but people were saying that in my trading group, and I'm not trying to make fun of everyone. But, like, I say, like, it could be good. It could be done. I do that when I'm, like, sideways with no Fed meeting, and there's an if, and, or but situation. I might do a short and long, right? But I won't short and long a Fed meeting. It's just not a smart thing to do. This was a symmetrical triangle, which was going to break up or down either way. Bitcoins was going to break up or down, and the dollars was going to break up. So Bitcoins was either going to boom out, or the dollar was going to boom down, right? Let's take a look at my other chart here for BTC. And everyone's like, but I want to come here and make money off the move. It's like, okay, I get it, right? So look, we did at the end of the day say this was a rising wedge. And remember we said that it was an inverted head and shoulder that should at least break to the upside. And I put the idea that we could go to 20580 Now, I'm not saying I called this huge pump. There's no way. I do, you know, I toot my horn when I, when I make calls. You know I do. I'm not shy to tell you I made a call, but I didn't make this call. You know what I mean? But I did put this falling wedge, and I do have a measured move here that would take us all the way to 20,870, and we went to 20,757. So I was off by 120 bucks. That ain't the worst, right? And I did talk about getting above this high-volume node, and if you did, you were likely to get to this node, right? That's why we have this line here, and we talked about it in the live stream, and you know I trade the VRVP from one high nipple to the next is that i'm sorry i mean 
Change the subject. Just the tip there. <laughs> just nickels. I said nickels. I said from one nickel to the next, right? Are we talking about a nickel here? A nickel or a dime. It stays fine. So look, just just to, we're, we're going to talk about something really quick. Learning so much here. You know, I know, right? Isn't it amazing? You can milk anything. Oh, my gosh. Um, this guy, man. So look, what are these? You know, every once in a while, your shirt just doesn't seem to have the go-ahead. It doesn't have the stay power, right? And it's because you don't have the right shirt stays in there, right? So you go to Brooks Brothers, and you get 14-carat, 24-carat gold shirt stays, if possible. Now, I probably can't even put these in, right? But if I could, it would be awesome. I think they're right. They go, oh, there they are, right there. This is a tough thing to do by yourself. I think it can be done, though. Can it? I don't know. And you're like, why is he doing this? Well, because a lifer sent these to me. You're like, what a pompous dude. I'm actually, you know, I'm I'm buying time before we get to the Fed meeting, number one. We have other charts to go over. But I'm also seeing if this is possible. Can I do this? It's not happening right now. And now I'm going to be embarrassed by my own craziness. But a lifer sent this to me. Like, he was like, yo, you can have these. You know, I have them, whatever. Like, I don't even wear them. And I was like, really? Like, that would be amazing. And he's like, yeah, man, just take them. Like, and he sent me Brooks Brothers shirt stays. However, I'm having a really tough time, like, figuring out where they go in. You know what I mean? I swear there's, like, a notch right there. All right? I feel like I have to go look. But can I just, like, power through? No, nah, that's not going to happen. Maybe I need the little one. You know what I mean? Maybe I need the small one. My whole thing is this, like, you show up somewhere with gold. No one can see these, by the way. Like, nobody knows they're there. You know, they're sitting in there, and you're just chilling on the low. Nobody has a clue that they're in. But the point of the story is you know they're there. And if, especially when they're given to me by somebody. Hold on. This is insanity. Can, we, can I? Hold on. If I switch the screen, I might be able to see for myself what's going on. How do these go in? Can we get Gina on set here? Gina, aren't you on set? I mean, there's a pocket right there. Why aren't they going into the pocket? There's a pocket right there. They see it. You know what I mean? But it seems to be soaked. Maybe these don't have that. I guess these don't have that. Some shirts don't have it. Unless it's further down the line or I have to rip it open. Some shirts don't have it, I guess. Oh, no, there it is, right? It's long, it's long status. There it is. There it is. See, it's super long. It's way back there. Ah. Aha. Sammy figured it out. Sammy got it. So it's way back here. Can I figure this one out now? It's like way back. It's back there on the low. There it is. And you slide these in. And the thing about it is nobody has a clue. Right? Nobody has a clue but you. That you have these in. But they're, but it's it's a sense of like, you know, I don't know what it is. It's a bit ridiculous, I know. And I'm being absurd, and I'm being absurd for a reason. All right? But these were given to me as a gift. I also get to say that, right? So look, and then you're sitting there with these Brooks Brothers, and your collar is just on point. No one can say a word about the stiffness. You're, you know, you, no one can say a word about your stiffness. You know what I mean? Um, anyway, I'm sorry. I don't mean to piss people off. Some people are probably like, this guy. 
What an obnoxious schlub. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just, but they were given to me by, but they were given to me as a gift, man. You know, and they even gave me like a little pack to hold them in. Like, which is so cool. So shout out to CMAS, man. God bless you, brother. Um, you know, we'll make lifer ones and say crypto lifer on them. You know what I mean? And it's just like, yo, I got it. Now, the thing, what you don't want to do is take the shirt off and bring it to the dry cleaners. You'll never see these again. You know what I mean? And you have to buy them again, right? So um, I'm being ridiculous. I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm just, it's Fed meeting day, man. And a lot of craziness is going on. So let's take a look at Bitcoin and what's going on. Let's look at the smaller time frames. You know what we have to do? Let's look at the smaller time frames, the 30 second chart, and let's just break it down. So we double top so far, but a double top can also be a bit of a uh, ascending triangle over here. And this could break us to the upside. So let's watch and let's have some fun. Does the Fed meeting continue to get dovish? What are they going to say? What are they going to do? What is going down? And it's only a matter of time. We will find out in 10 minutes. Time is ticking. Time is ticking. Federal Reserve meeting coming soon. I got it for you live. You know I'll bring it to you live. You know I'll bring it to you live, baby. Live and in chive. Does that make sense? Anyway, live with your chive. Chive tea, of course, right? Because I know you're not coffee drinkers over here. You guys like your cough. You like your, uh, your chai tea. But this is where we're going to watch the Fed meeting here live. In commentary, we're going to have the Bitcoin chart up at the same time. And we're going to be ripping, having a blast, doing what we do. Maybe I'll put it over here. I can bring this smaller. We don't need this really big today, right? And we can swing this over here. We can have the Fed meeting right here. And we'll be ready to rock, right? And we can kind of jump back and forth into watching this, watching that, watching book map. And we're going to have a blast like we always do. We're getting ready for this Fed meeting. Get excited. People have already been liquidated on both sides of the court. I told people to be careful. So many people probably, you know, and again, I'm not a financial advisor. I think I say Andy should be taking his financial advice. But a lot of people would have benefited from sitting on the sidelines and not forcing themselves into a trade. But so many people feel like they have to trade Fed Day. They think so much amazing, amazing this is going to happen that they have to trade Fed Day. I mean, I guess people that long Bitcoin are super happy right now. So some people were rewarded for it. They're like, you know what? Now, I long Bitcoin at 19282 so I'm still long. So I'm a pretty happy guy right now. Like, that, that, that was awesome, you know? I'm excited. That was great. Let's see if we can stay inside this channel as we begin to respect this upper momentum this line. And honestly, remember, we talked about these diagonal trend lines again, right? And look, I mean... We fell block resistance, fell back below, got above. Now we can use that as a support line. And this is how we made that other triangle in the first place. We did call a reversal this morning. We showed there was an inverted head and shoulder. Show me the charts and I'll show you the news. But who would have thought they would have come and liquidated everybody first? What a move. What a move. What a move. And they brought it down to about 20,129 before shredding everybody back to the upside. And then everyone that jumped into the short, let me explain what happened. People don't really, you know, I, I like to tell the story because there's a story behind here. Shout out to everybody here on the live. Thank you for the 719 people on the live. You people are unbelievable. May God bless each and every one of you. Um, announced at 2, but the meeting at 2.30. Um, you don't have to trade every day or need three or four good trades a week. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Shout out to the relentless dedication and unmasked work ethic of this beast of a coach. The Lord has blessed us with hit the likes. We watching the gold, man. God bless you, man. You're a goat. Thank you. May God bless you and yours, man. 
I may not be here tomorrow, so I'm going to take the love today. Thank you so much for the love. Thank you for the 499 Super Chat. May God bless you and yours. Shout out to CNC Ireland. May God bless you and your family for your undying support to me and my family. Um, from my family to yours, all the way to Ireland from Boston. Um, from one Irish family to the next. May God bless you and yours. Thank you, dear Lord, for every time you show up. CNC Ireland. Everybody, please give CNC Ireland a big round of applause for being one of the greatest people here. Thank you so much, man, for your undying dedication, your constant love and support to the channel, your messages to me, your deep dives, and just the, like, the support is, I mean, it's people like you that make it very, very awesome for me to wake up every day and for me to believe that we're doing the right thing. So thank you so much for everything. And um, whenever the devil approaches, it's people like you that let me know that there's nothing that can touch us, that we are covered in the highest frequency possible and that good things are coming our way. So may God bless you and yours. And uh, may you stay... Uh, you know, in the blessed light, like you always are, man. So look, we're going to move to the one-minute chart here, too, for the dollar index. And if we see a bear flag, we're going to continue to the downside. And I'm going to teach you how to find continuation patterns on the one-minute chart. This is how to trade something if something is just, you know, ripping or dipping in your face and you're not sure what's going on, okay? So look, right now, you expect this to dump the length of the pole. And that's just, that's just the story morning glory, all right? That would take the dollar back to 110.10. I like that, right? Nice little move. One day in your trading group, already up 120%. Look, one day in your trading group, already up. Like, hold up, hold up. Oh. Yo, <laughs> yo send, that to the, send that to the testimonial, man. I know you've only been in one day, but like, yo, it's been my first day, and I'm already up 120%. Be like, oh, we'll see how this goes, and, and, I'll, and I'll update this testimonial as I, as I continue. But you can go here to testimonials, and everyone can have, have free reign to write in here. I'm going to post your, your comment in there because it's just so beautiful. Let me read it again. One day in your trading group, already up 120%. May God bless you and yours, man. How can I join the trading group? It's so simple, everybody. Jump in today, right now if you want. Um, you can jump into the trading group by by hitting the link. I'll actually give you the link right now, and I will keep it uh, motivated. Uh, I'll keep it right where it needs to be. Join the trading group. It's a top link, but look what I'm going to do for you right now. Have no fear. We got you. We've just copied it. We're on our way to pop up the chat. I'm going to paste it into the chat. I'm going to hit that. And then I'm also going to pin it, pin that message. So now it's a pinned comment. So right here at the top, join the Discord. Hit that right there, and it will take you right to the Discord. That's going to be the free Discord, and then you can join our paid server, okay? The free Discord is free gods, gains on gains, and testimonials. You're going to see the gains we made today alone, like mask for 95%, posted at one of the, at 11.50 yesterday, right? Or... How about render when we called the exact bottom about, a, you know, three weeks ago or two, two and a half weeks ago now? Bang, bang, bang. And those are some pretty big gains. How about Doge 3L for 93% just the other day at 7 in the morning? How about Doge when I talked about it pumping out of this channel for 25% gains, right? I talked about Doge on October 13th before anyone even really talked about it. How about Anakin for, you know, and, and, and it goes on in. And, I, and I'm done. You can figure this out on your own. You can talk to other people. The people will speak for me. Just ask around the internet, ask around the blockchain and see what they say about the crypto lifer and you'll get great, great news, man. Shout out to Andrew, Simone, man. Andrew, we love you. And Andrew in the trading group calling the Solana dump to the downside. All right. Hold on. What is that? Hold on. running commercials now over here 
Almost ready. Four more minutes. Four more minutos. I made 80% of my sleep on mass. Thank you, lifer. Love you, bro. Shout out to Ace PR. Making 80% in his sleep. That goes to the testimonials. Boom. Thanks for sushi up. 300%. Love it, man. Yo, my man, yo. Shout out to Andrew, man. I love you, bro. You deserve it. Man, helping your parents out, being a good man, working hard. Dude, may God bless you and yours. I hope uh, your meeting with me has changed your life as much as it's changed my life. You're a blessing to have in the group. You're an awesome person. Love all ways in all ways, my man. Sorry, I just had to, man. Thank you so much. It's just been a blessed day, and I'm spreading the love. I'm feeling the love, and, you know, so far, so good. Things seem to be going our way. Uh, you know what I mean? Shout out to Crypto Life Changer in the house, man. God, God bless you for being here. Shout out to everybody here. I want to use my 500 margin borrow coupon, but I'm so afraid. I lost all on Zam and afraid to restart. No money to cover in law. Be careful, man. Learn how to turn five bucks into, into, into 10 bucks. Shout out to Mikey Hoddle in the game, man. God bless you, Michael. Thank you for being here. Have a great day, life changer. Cryptoholic Love 35 up in the house. But I will love you, Sam. Shout out to Jose Oliveira. Don't worry, Jose. Whatever, whatever God wants you, wherever you're supposed to be, you'll be. If you're supposed to be in my trading group, you are. If you're on your... Whatever your path is, um, I'm pretty sure you're going to find it and you're going to be there on your way. So, um, yeah, just like I'm on my path and you're on yours. And so may God bless you and yours, man. May God bless you and yours. So let's talk about that Solana. All right. Um, earlier last night, my man called a nice dump on Solana. Let's just talk about it right here. And you can see the shoulder head and shoulder. And he had this rising wedge and he was like, looks like it's going to dump. He called this beautiful dump to the downside. Shout out to Andrew Simone. Boom. Of course, I mean, we got the reversal back to the upside, right? So, you know, that's why you take your profitos at a point of control. Just like you would, if you were coming all the way up, you would sell at a point of control or a high volume node. Look, Solana's going to stall out around here. Why? That's your high volume node. Bing. So you can trade down, you can trade up. I'm going to teach you how to use this VRVP on the right side. I call it the VRVP. Other people call it the VPVR. Why do I call it the VRVP? Because if you hit here and you type in VR, it's called the visible range volume profile. Is it not? So I just go by what it's called. I don't know, you know. Here it is called the volume profile visible range like. I get it. And I guess that someone just flipped it. But I believe the default indicator is the visible range volume profile. And it's showing me exactly that. The visible range of the volume in a profile setting. And what does that mean? It's just showing me who's buying and selling on the right side of my screen. So I can see the levels where we would be coming in and out of on price action. It's a very helpful tool. And you'll see price action likes to skip through the lack of liquidity zones. Like... There's not a lot of liquidity here, so we're likely to fly through. So when we caught here, we went from here to here. Why? Because that was your next zone. So when we left th these two nodes here sticking out, we skipped. And, you know, you think we might go there, but this is a lot bigger. So we're going to go find the biggest meat. <clears throat> then we stay there for a little while. Then we boom up to this one. And when we fell, we fell quickly. And then we bounce. We bounce back up fast. Boom, 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 boom. Understanding how to trade the VRVP because that's where the areas of liquidity are and that's how fast and furiously you'll fly. We call these gap up. That's how you gap up to the next section. All right? There's always so much to teach. I already taught for two hours straight today and we can continue to do it. I love each and every one of you for being here. May God bless you all. We're about to get into this meeting. We're about to break it down. It's coming, baby. It's coming. All right? Federate Ike, 75 basis point. All right?
Alert on woo. He's got an alert on the woo. Wells Fargo unit prices for potential layoffs is Morgan volumes, mortgage volume slow. I mean, houses prices going down. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Um, Sam, my man, appreciate you, brother. So here we go. Fed interest rates hits it for 75 basis points. All right. The Federal Reserve on Wednesday signaled it may soon ease up on its most aggressive economic tightening campaign. All right. In three decades, as it raised the interest rates by another 75 basis points. And here we go. The man himself, Jer Powell. Good afternoon. My colleagues and I are strongly committed to bringing inflation back down to our 2% goal. We have both the tools that we need and the resolve it will take to restore price stability on behalf of American families and businesses. Price stability is the responsibility of the Federal Reserve. as the bedrock of our economy. Without price stability, the economy does not work for anyone. In particular, without well, doesn't work that small. Sorry. Price stability, we will not achieve a sustained period of strong labor market. They shut off some conditions that benefit all. Things that I'm doing. Today, the FOMC raised our policy interest rate by 75 basis points, and we continue to anticipate that ongoing increases will be appropriate. We are moving our policy stance purposefully to a level that will be sufficiently restrictive to return inflation to 2%. In addition, we're continuing the process of significantly reducing the size of our balance sheet. Restoring price stability will likely require maintaining a restrictive stance of policy for some time. I will have more to say about today's monetary policy actions after briefly reviewing economic developments. <clears throat> the U.S. economy has slowed significantly from last year's rapid pace. Real, real GDP rose at a pace of 2.6 percent last quarter, but is unchanged so far this year. Recent indicators point to modest growth of spending and production this quarter. Growth in consumer spending has slowed from last year's rapid pace, in part reflecting lower real disposable income and tighter financial conditions. Activity in the housing sector has weakened significantly, largely reflecting higher mortgage rates. Higher interest rates and slower output growth also appear to be weighing on business fixed investment. Despite the slowdown in growth, the labor market remains extremely tight, with the unemployment rate at a 50-year low, job vacancies still very high, and wage growth elevated. Job gains have been robust, with employment rising by an average of 289,000 jobs per month over August and September. Although job vacancies have moved to go down to 480. below their highs, and the pace of job gains has slowed from earlier in the year, the labor market continues to be out of balance with demand substantially exceeding the supply Damn, man. of available workers. The labor force participation rate is little changed since the beginning of the year. I'll take book map down. Inflation remains well above our longer run goal of 
Over the 12 months ending in September, total PCE prices rose 6.2%, excluding the volatile food and energy categories. Bitcoin's about to pump PCE prices on, rose on this stochastic, see? And the That's recent inflation data, again, have come in higher than expected. Price pressures remain evident across a broad range of goods and services. Russia's war against Ukraine has boosted prices for energy and food and has created additional upward pressure on inflation. Despite elevated inflation, longer-term inflation expectations appear to remain well anchored, as reflected in a broad range of surveys of households, businesses, and forecasters, as well as measures from financial markets. But that is not grounds for complacency. The longer the current bout of high inflation continues, the greater the chance that expectations of higher inflation will become entrenched. <clears throat> that doesn't mean anything. The Fed's either. monetary policy actions are guided by our mandate to promote maximum employment and stable prices for the American people. My colleagues and I are acutely aware that high inflation imposes significant hardship as it erodes purchasing power, especially for those least able to meet the higher costs of essentials like food, housing, and transportation. Of course, you're killing people that can't get We are highly money. attentive to the risks that high inflation pods, poses to both sides of our mandate, and we're strongly committed to returning inflation to our 2 percent objective. At today's meeting, the committee raised the target range for the federal funds rate by 75 basis points. And we are continuing the process of significantly reducing the size of our balance sheet, which plays an important role in firming the stance of monetary policy. The charts policy. say we pump it. So you see that. With today's action, we've raised told interest you we rates the pump, by right? three and three quarters percentage points this year. We anticipate that ongoing increases in the target range for the federal funds rate will be appropriate in order to attain a stance of monetary policy that is sufficiently restrictive to return inflation to 2 percent over time. Financial conditions have tightened significantly in response to our policy actions, and we are seeing the effects on demand in the most interest rate sensitive sectors of the economy, such as housing. It will take time, however, for the full effects of monetary restraint to be realized, especially on inflation. That's why we say in our statement that in determining the pace of future increases in the target range, we will take into account the cumulative tightening of monetary policy policy and the lags with which monetary policy affects e economic activity and inflation. At some point, as I've said in the last two press conferences, uh, it will become appropriate to slow the pace of increases as we approach the level of interest rates that will be sufficiently restrictive to bring inflation down to our 2 percent goal. There is significant uncertainty around that level of interest rates. Even so, we still have some ways to go. And incoming data since our last meeting suggests that the ultimate level of interest rates will be higher than previously expected. Our decisions will depend on the totality of incoming data and their implications for the outlook for economic activity and inflation. We will continue to make our decisions meeting by meeting and communicate our thinking as clearly as possible. We're taking forceful steps to moderate demand so that it comes into better alignment with supply. Our overarching focus is using our tools to bring inflation back down to our 2 percent goal and to keep longer-term inflation expectations well anchored. Reducing inflation is likely, likely to require a sustained period of below-trend growth and some softening of labor market conditions. Restoring price stability is essential to set the stage for achieving maximum employment and stable prices in the longer run. 
the historical record cautions strongly Bart against Simpson. prematurely loosening policy. We will stay this is the a course pattern. until the job is done. But still, the stokes were low. To conclude, but it is we the understand that our actions chart. affect I don't trade the 30 families second and businesses So anyone who's saying anything, I don't trade the 30 second. Everything we do Give is in break. service to our public mission. All right. I would never we advise you. We at the you. Fed will do everything we can to achieve our maximum employment and price stability goals. Thank you, and I look forward to your questions. Wow, he went light. He went light. He went extra light today. Thank you. Colby Smith with the Financial Times. On the need to slow the pace of rate increases at some Colby. point, is a, is a downshift contingent on a string of better inflation data specifically between now and, uh, let's say, the December meeting? Or is that something that the Fed could potentially proceed with independent of that data, given the lagged effects that you mentioned? So a couple things on that. Um, Looks like we'll reverse all the way back We do up. need see to this? see inflation coming down I decisively, and good evidence of that up. would be uh, a series of down monthly readings. Of course, that's what we'd all love to see. Uh, but that's, I've never thought of that as the appropriate test for slowing the pace of increases or for identifying the appropriately restrictive level that we're aiming for. Hit that like button, everybody. Uh, Don't forget. We need to bring our policy stance down to a level that's sufficiently restrictive to bring inflation down to our 2 percent objective over the medium term. How will we know that we've reached that level? Well, we'll take into account the full range of analysis and data that bear on that question. How do we know? We'll take on the full data and analysis that bear on that question. He says nothing. He uses words that just refer to another thing that he never actually finishes saying anything about. It's not even his fault, but he skates through all Guided this. Guided by our assessment of how much financial conditions have tightened. He teaches me how to answer a question without answering it. He's actually really good at it. Like, he's a pro. Um, the effects of that tightening is actually having on the real economy and on inflation, um, taking into consideration lags, as I mentioned. Um, we will be looking at, at real rates, for example, all across he the yield curve lag. and all, you know all other financial conditions and, uh, yeah, as we make that assessment. He didn't answer the question at all. She doesn't like that Hi, answer, uh, but she Howard can't Schneider ask it again. With, uh, with Reuters. <clears throat> Look, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be uh, tons of confusion out there about whether this means you're going to slow in December or not. Uh, would you say that the bias right now is not for another 75 basis point increase? So um, what I want to do uh, is is put that question of pace in the context of our I see of this our, recovering all the way back up in here. Program, I mean, the Stokes could point all the way and, back and up. And talk about the statement language be up uh, here along again. the way. So I think you can think about our, our tightening program has, as really addressing three questions. The first of which was and has been how fast to go. The second is uh, how high to raise our policy rate. And the third will be eventually how long to remain at, at, a, at a restrictive level. So on the first question, um, how, to, how fast to tighten policy, it's been very important that we move expeditiously, and we have clearly done so. Uh, we've moved uh, three and three-quarters percent since March, admittedly from a base of zero. Uh, it's a historically fast pace, and that's that's uh, certainly appropriate, uh, given the persistence and strength in inflation and the low level from which we started. So now we come to the second question, which is how high to raise our policy rate, and and we're saying that we'd raise that rate to a level that's sufficiently restrictive to bring bring inflation to our two percent uh, target over time, and we put that into our into our post meeting statement uh, because that really does become the important question we think now is is how uh, how far to go and. Uh, I'll talk more about that. We think there's some ground to cover uh, but before we meet that test, and that's why we say that ongoing rate increases will be appropriate. Uh, and as I mentioned, uh, incoming data between the meetings, both the strong labor market report, but particularly the CPI report, do suggest to me uh, that we may ultimately move to higher levels than we thought at the time of the September meeting. That level is very uncertain, though, and I, I would say um, 
you know, we're going to find it uh, over time. Um, of course, the, with the lags between policy and economic activity, there's a lot of uncertainty. Uh, so we note that in determining the pace of future increases, we'll take into account the cumulative tightening of monetary policy as well as the lags with which monetary policy affects economic activity and inflation. So uh, I would say as we come closer to that level, move more into restrictive territory, the question of uh, speed becomes less important than the second and third questions. And that's why I've said at the last two press conferences that at some point it will become appropriate to slow the pace of, of Remember I told you I thought this would come right back up? Anyone hear me say that? Nah, right? I didn't say that. Of increases. So that time is coming. And it may come as soon as the next meeting or the one after that. No decision has been made. Uh, it is likely we'll have a discussion about this at the next meeting, a discussion. Um, to be clear, I, let me say again, the question of, of when to moderate the pace of increases is now much less important than the question of how high to raise rates and how, how long to keep monetary policy restricted, which really will be our principal focus. If I could follow up on that, did, did, to what degree was there an importance or weight given to a need to signal this possibility now, given all the concerns really around the globe about Fed policy sort of driving ahead uh, and everybody else, you know, dealing with their own stress uh, as a result? Well, I think um, I'm, I'm pleased that we have moved as fast as we have. I don't think we've over-tightened. I think there's very difficult to make a case that, that our current level is is too tight, given that inflation still runs well above the federal but funds But you couldn't rate. do anything no matter how tight so, you went, baby. Um, I think that at Come this on, meeting, I, I, as I, the last two meetings, as I've mentioned, uh, I've, I've said that, we, that there would come a point, and this was a, a meeting at which we had a discussion about what that might mean, and we did discuss this, and as, as I mentioned, we'll discuss it again in December. Um, but there's no, I, I don't have any sense that we've over-tightened or moved too fast. I think, I think it's been good and a successful program we, 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 uh, that we've gotten this far this fast. Remember, though, that, that uh, we, we still think there's a need for ongoing rate increases, and um, uh, we have some ground left to cover here, and, uh, and, and cover it we will. Sure you will. Wow, the way he said that was kind of weird. Nick Tamaros of the Wall Street Journal. Chair Powell, core PCE <coughs> inflation Powell. on a three or six month annualized basis and on a 12 month basis has been running uh, in the high four. Nick from the Wall Street Journal. Chair Powell. For close to 5%. <laughs> Is there any reason to think you won't have to raise rates at least above that level to be confident that you are imparting enough restraint to bring inflation down? So. This is the question of does, does, does the policy rate need, need to get above the inflation rate? And I would say there, there are a range of views on that. That's the classic Taylor principle view. But I, I would think you'd look more at, at a forward, uh, you know, a forward-looking um, uh, measure of, of inflation to, to look at that. But, Which is what? Um, I, I think the answer is we, we'll want to get the, so uh, the policy rate to a level where here. it is where the where the real interest rate is so positive we will want to do that i do not think of it as the as the single and only touchstone this though i think you put some weight on that you also put some weight on rates across the curve very few people borrow at the, at the short end of the at the federal funds rate for example so households and businesses if they're they're very you know meaningfully positive interest rates all across the curve for them Credit spreads are, are larger, so borrowing rates are, are significantly higher. Um, and uh, I think financial conditions have tightened quite a bit. So 
I would look at that as an important feature. I'd put some weight on it, but I wouldn't say it's, it's, a, it's something that, that is the single dominant thing to look at. If I could follow up, uh, what, what is your best assessment or the staff's best assessment right now of the current rate of underlying inflation? I, I don't have a specific number for you there. So there, there are many, many models uh, that, that look at that. And I mean, one way to look at it is that it's a pretty stationary object and that when inflation runs uh, above, above that level, for sure, substantially above for some time, you'll see it move up, but the movement will be, will be fairly gradual. So that, I think that's what, that's what uh, the principal models would, uh, would tend to say. But I, I wouldn't want to land on any one assessment. There are many different, uh, as you know, many different uh, people who publish an assessment of, of underlying inflation. Thank you. Gina. <clears throat> Didn't answer the question. Hi, Chair Powell. Thank you for taking our questions. Sure, Gina Powell. Smiley with New York Times. I wonder, do you see any evidence at this stage that inflation is or is at risk of becoming entrenched? Is inflation becoming entrenched? So it's uh, uh, I guess I would start by pointing to uh, expectations. So if we saw well, uh, longer-term expectations moving up, that would be very troubling. And they, they were moving up a little bit in the, at the middle part of this year, and they've moved now back down. That's one piece of data. Shorter-term inflation expectations moved up between uh, the, uh, the, last, this meet, the last meeting and this meeting. And we don't think those are as indicative, but they may be important in the wage-setting process. You hold, There's a high thought that you hold that. this node, you're going So up. that's very concerning. Um, I guess the other thing I would say is that the longer Cup we have, we're now 18 months into this episode of high Savvy, inflation, and um, we don't have you know, a you know, clearly identified scientific way of understanding at what point uh, inflation becomes entrenched. And so you know, the, the thing we need to do from a risk management standpoint is to use our tools forcefully but thoughtfully and get inflation under control, get it down to 2%, get it behind us. That's what we really need to do and what we're strongly committed to doing. Rachel. Hi, Chair Powell. Thank you for taking our questions. Rachel Siegel from The Washington Post. The statement points to the lag times. I'm wondering if you can walk us through <coughs> how you judge those lag effects. Oh, what that don't get looks like over the coming months or even a year. Wait, wait, let me. And where you would expect it to show well, up. Well, that's parts of based the on you know the way we look at it each segment, and that will be assessed through each progressive movement that we make. And as we make that movement, we'll reassess that situation. And lag depends on how the market moves and how we look at the market. And you know, we'll assess that lag when we get there. I mean. Yeah, so um, let me, the way I would think about that is uh, it's, you know, it's a, it's a commonly for a long time thought that monetary policy works with long and variable lags and, it, and that it works first on uh, financial conditions and then on economic activity and then perhaps later than that even on inflation. So that's, that's been the thinking for a long time. The trifecta. There was an old literature that made those the three lags approach. out to be fairly long. Um, there's newer literature that says that they're shorter. And, you know, the truth I is we don't on. have a lot of data of inflation of this high in, in what is now the modern economy. One big difference now is that um, it used to be that you would raise the federal funds rate, financial conditions would react, and then that would affect economic activity and inflation. Now, financial conditions react well before in expectation of monetary policy. That Bitcoin that's the, flag that's the way is likely to pump. It's, it has moved for a quarter of a century is in the direction of financial conditions, then monetary policy, because because the markets are thinking what's you know what is the central bank going to do, 
And you know, there are, there are plenty of econom economists that also think that once financial conditions change, that the effects on the economy are actually faster than they would have been before. We don't know that. I guess the thing to, I would say is it's highly uncertain, highly uncertain. So from risk management standpoint, we you know, he do just spent so long. All he had to do is he just spent two minutes straight, right? Like it was like <laughs> it's highly uncertain. Like he could have just said it's uncertain, like, but he can't. He's so <laughs> to ignore them. But you want to consider them, but not not take them literally. So I think it's it's a very difficult place to be. But I would tend to be want to be in the middle, looking carefully at what's actually happening with the economy, uh, and uh, trying to make good decisions from a risk management standpoint. Remembering, of course, that you know if we were to over tighten, we could then use our tools strongly to support the economy. Whereas if we if we don't get inflation uh, under control because we don't tighten enough. Now we're in a situation where inflation will become entrenched, and the costs—it it is entrenched. Costs in particular, it'll you will can't. be much higher potentially. No matter so how high he raises risk management rates, standpoint, we, we want to be sure that Bitcoin we dumping now. that we don't make the mistake of of either Looks failing like to tighten enough again, or though. loosening policy you keep too making soon. lower lows each time. And if I could follow up, should we interpret the addition to the statement to mean that more weight is put into those lag effects than they would have been after previous rate hikes? So I, I, th I think as we as we ball. move now. Um, into again, I do see a recovery uh, though when this into restrictive territory. As we make these ongoing chart. rate hikes and policy becomes more restrictive, That's why I don't trade small time it'll be appropriate now to be thinking more about lag. Of course, we think about the, the lags are just sort of a basic part of, of monetary policy, but we will be thinking about them. Um, but we won't be, you know, I, I, I think we'll be considering them, but because it's appropriate to do so. Let me say this: it's it's um, it is very premature to be thinking about pausing. So people, when they hear lags, they think about, about a pause. It's very premature, in my view, to, to, to think about or Slight be talking about right there, pausing our rate hike. We, we, have, we have a ways to go. Our policy, we need ongoing rate hikes to get to, um, to, to that That's level big. of, of That's sufficiently bearish. Uh, restrictive. And we, we don't, bearish. of course, we don't really know exactly where that is. We have a sense, and we'll write down in September, sorry, in the December meeting, a new a new uh, summary of economic projections, which updates that. But I would expect us to continue to update it based on what we're seeing with incoming data. Very bearish. Thanks, uh, Chair Powell and Neil Irwin with Axios. Um, as you look around the economy, the clearest impact of your tightening so far has been on housing, maybe some, some venture-funded tech companies. Uh, it's been mm -hmm. relatively narrow in terms of labor market, consumer demand, a lot of sectors you don't see a ton of effect. Uh, is the uh, pathway and uh, channels through which monetary policy works changing? Is it narrower than it used to be? And on housing in particular, are you uh, at all worried that, uh, that you're crimping housing supply in ways that might uh, cause problems down the road? I, I don't know that the channels through which policy works have changed that much. I would say a big channel is the labor market, and the labor market is very, very strong, very strong. And household, by, of course, have, have uh, strong balance sheets. And you, so we go into this with, how, with, with um, a strong labor market and excess demand in the labor market, as you can see through many different things, and also uh, with households who have strong spending power um, built up. So it may take time. It, it, it may take resolve. It may take patience. It's likely to, to get inflation down. It may, I think you see from our forecasts and others that it will take some time for inflation to come down. It'll take time, we think. Uh, we uh, so, think. Sorry, was I getting to your question there? No clue. Just say you don't oh, housing, know. The housing man. part of it. Yeah, so, you know, we, we he look didn't at remember housing. What he, he's like, what did I BS on again? Oh, yeah, Significantly yeah, yeah. affected by these higher rates. 
which are really back where they were before the global financial crisis. They're not historically high, but they're much higher than they've been. And you're seeing housing activity decline. You're seeing housing prices growing at a faster rate and in some parts of the country declining. Um, you know, I would say housing uh, was the housing market was was very overheated for the couple of years after the pandemic as demand increased and rates were low. Uh, we all know the stories of how, how overheated the housing market was, prices going up, many, many bidders. Um, That's a bullish diversion. That kind of thing. So the housing market needs to get it's back into a, strong, a, a, a balance between supply and demand. I can see we're, this V-shaped well recovery the, all the way the, back up. What are you doing going this? on there? You know, from a financial stability standpoint, we didn't see in this cycle the kinds of uh, poor credit underwriting that we saw before the global financial crisis. Housing credit was, uh, was very carefully much more carefully managed by the lenders. Oh, finally. So um, it's a oh. very different situation and, and doesn't present potential financial, doesn't appear to present uh, financial stability issues. Appear. Um, you got to leave himself. No, we, we do understand that, dumps, that that's he doesn't say really it we're a very big effect of our pal policy. Nice way to save yourself there. Hi, Victoria Guida with Politico. Um, I wanted to ask about the labor market. Uh, you, you mentioned early on again um, that job openings are very high compared to available workers. And I'm just curious, um, to what extent you do and don't draw a signal from that? So um, for example, if wage growth is slowing and if maybe the unemployment rate starts to tick up, Will that make you sort of decrease your focus on job openings? What do you see? Are, are wages what's really important? How are you thinking about the labor market as it relates to inflation? So we talk a lot about, about vacancies and the vacancy to unemployed rate, but it's just one. It's just another data series. It's been, it's been you know, unusually important in this cycle because it's been so out of line, but so has quits, so have wages. So we, we look at you know, a very wide range of data on the, on the, on the uh, labor market. So, uh, you know, I'd start with unemployment, which is typically the single statistic you would look to is at a 50-year low, 3.5%. We're getting really nothing in, lab in labor supply now. We had, I think, a very small increase this year, which we had really thought, we thought we would get that back. Most analysts thought we would get some Thank you, Johnny Thomas. coming in. Appreciate you, brother. You mentioned wages. So I guess I would characterize uh, that as sort of a mixed picture. It's true with average hourly earnings, you see, don't forget so to hit that like button, everybody. At a level that's hit well that like button. I appreciate it. Get us all the way up to the likes and the watches. 800 people on the live stream. 463 likes. Reasonable productivity. Uh, there with, with the with the ECI reading this week. Again, a mixed picture. The headline number was a disappointment. Let's just say it was it was high. It didn't show a decline. There's some rays of light inside. The, you know that if you look at private sector workers, that did come down. That compensation did come down. But overall, though. The broader picture is of, of, of an overheated labor market where demand substantially exceeds supply. Um, uh, job creation still exceeds, you know, the sort of the, the, the level that would hold the, the market where it is. So um, that's that's the picture. Do, do, do we see, I, you know, we keep looking for signs that, that sort of the beginning of a gradual softening is happening. You know, may, maybe that's there, but it, it's not. It's not obvious to me because wages aren't coming down. They're just moving sideways at an elevated level, both ECI and average hourly earnings. Um, I, you know, we, we want to see, we would love to see uh, vacancies coming down, quits coming down. They are coming down. Vacancies are below. Thank you, Jay Beller. They're all time I high, see but, you, baby. I see you. You know, not by as much as we thought because, and that, you know, the data series is. I got you, Crypto Talker. We got you. Get this kid a splint at, and some ice. You know, two or three. His finger hurts. So it's a mixed picture. We got you, I baby. Don't, I, Send him to the nurse. I don't see the case for. 
I don't see the nurses just yet, but we look at, I, I guess I just, as I just showed you, we, we look at a very broad range of data on the labor market. So, so do you see wages as being a significant driver of inflation? You know, yeah, I, I get think no respect over here. I get have no an effect on inflation, and inflation has an effect on wages. I think that's always been the case. There's always a, a going back and forth. The question is, is that really elevated right now? I don't think so. I don't think wages are, are the principal story of, of why prices are going up. I don't think that. Um, I also don't think that we see a wage price spiral. Um, but again, it's not something you can, you know, once you see it, you're, you're in trouble. So uh, we don't want to see it. We, we want wages to go up. We just want them to go up at a, at a level that's sustainable with, and consistent with 2% inflation. I feel you, Peter. And, you know, we think we can, we do think that given the, you know, given the data that we have, that this labor market can soften without having to soften as much as history would indicate through the, through the unemployment channel. It can soften through job openings. Thank you hitting that like button, baby. We think there's, there's a room for that, but, you know, we won't know that. that that'll be That'll be discovered empirically. Jerome has the charisma of a space rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Thank you so much. Kayla Tausche from CNBC. Um, earlier uh, last month, the United Nations warned that there could be a global recession if central banks didn't change course. The new UK prime minister warned of a profound economic this. crisis there. Ooh, and I'm wondering tough. how the Fed is weighing international tough developments questions. in light of like uh, a very strong economy here in the U.S. that would Ooh. seem to be bucking those trends. Bucking those trends. So, this, of course, I like, we, yo, bucking we keep the um, trend. close I like tabs it. on economic this is uh, hot. developments and also geopolitical developments. What are you going to so say to that, Jerome? To the economy <laughs> abroad. We're in very frequent contact with our uh, with our. Um, foreign counterparts, both, um, you know, through the IMF meetings and, and the regular meetings with central banks. Oh, so your back do your backdoor text weekend, messages. Uh, with with a many, many central bankers. So we're in touch with all of that. Um, Not funny. So I guess what it, it's, you know, it's clear, clearly a time, a uh, difficult time in the global economy. We're seeing, um, uh, you know, the we're seeing, you know, very high inflation in Europe, significantly because of high energy prices related to the, the war in Ukraine. And, um, you know, we're seeing uh, China's having issues with the zero COVID policy and, um, you know, much slower growth than we're used to seeing. So we're, we're seeing, we see those difficulties. The strong dollar is, is a challenge for some countries. But, you know, we, we have, a, and we, we, we take all of that into account in our models. We think about the spillovers and that sort of thing. Here in the United States, we have a strong economy. And we have an economy where inflation is running at 5%, core PCE inflation, which is, a really good indicator of what's going on uh, for us is the way we see it is is running at 5.1 percent on a 12-month basis and sort of similar to we'll that send an ambulance right away basis. so we know that we need to use our tools to get inflation under control the world's not going to be better off if we fail to do that we that's a task we need to do price stability You're very welcome stability Adam James thank you for States saying thank you is God a bless good thing you for yours. the global economy over a long period of time price stability is the kind of thing that, that, that pays dividends for our economy for decades, hopefully. Even though it may be difficult to, to get it back, getting it back is something that, that, gives, that pr provides value to the people we serve. For he said he doesn't give a damn a about run. the rest of the world. And he's doing what he has to do for America, basically. I mean, um, he did at least answer it that way. in the past that 
that the tools that you have don't affect things like energy and food prices that stem from some of those conflicts overseas. And they're some of the biggest pain points for consumers. So as you pursue the current path that you've outlined, is there a risk that some of those prices simply don't come down? So we we don't directly affect, um, uh, for the most part, food and energy prices. But the demand channel does affect them just at the margin. The thing about the United States is that we also have strong, in, in many other jurisdictions, the, princip the pr principal problem really is energy. In the United States, we also have a demand issue. We've got an imbalance between demand and supply, which you see in many parts of the economy. So our tools are well suited to work on that problem, and that's, that's what we're doing. You're, you're, you're right, though. We, we don't, you know, the, um, the price of oil is set globally, and um, it's not something we can affect. Uh, I think by the actions that we take, though, we, we help keep, um, you know, longer-term inflation expectations anchored and keep the public believing in 2 percent inflation by the things that we do, even, at even in times when, when energy is part of the story of why inflation is high. Hi, Chair Powell. Janelle Marti with Bloomberg. So the Fed um, is facing two more ethics-related incidents um, with the revision of the financial statements from President Bostic and the, uh, President Bullard speaking at a closed event. So um, some senators, like Elizabeth Warren, are saying that this is sign, a sign of greater um, ethics problems at the Fed. Uh, could you talk about what this does to the public's trust in the bank and oh. what the Fed is doing to oh. prevent this kind of behavior from becoming... Oh! Oh! Common. Sure. So you're right. <laughs> the public's trust is really the Fed's and any central bank's most important asset. And anytime one of us, one of the, one of the policy <laughs> violates or falls short of those rules, we do risk undermining that trust. And we take that very seriously. We do. Um, so... At the beginning of our meeting yesterday, actually, we had a committee discussion of the full committee on the importance of holding ourselves individually and collectively accountable for knowing and following the high standard that's set out in our existing rules with respect to both personal investment activities shoulder and external ahead communications. And, right shoulder there. Uh, and um, we've taken a number of steps, and um, I would just say we do understand how important those issues are. I would say that our new, is a bullish our diversion, new um, investment um, uh, program that we have is is up now and running and, and that actually was chat. through that that God um, bless you the problems with with uh, President Bostic's disclosures were discovered when he filed his new disclosures that's you know we, we now have a central group here at the Board of Governors that looks into disclosures and follows them and approves people's disclosures and also all of their trades any trade anyone has to make was it was covered has to be approved pre-approved and there's a lag. It has to be pre-approved pre 40 day, 45 days before it happens. So there's no ability to game market. So it's a really good system. It worked here. Um, and we, I think we all said to each other today, yesterday, actually yesterday morning, we recommitted to each other and to this institution. To, so they were like, we can't fix the markets in trade. We have to make the trade and then fix the markets like 45 days later. <laughs> to hold ourselves to the highest standards and, and, and avoid these problems. On the investigations that are pending? I don't. So, I, you know, as you know, I... Um, she wants I, to get to the dirty uh, work. He won't get into that. Uh, he floated right over that. matter concerning uh, President Bostic to nice the Inspector pump there General. On that Once divergence. that happens... Can we get above 20,006? I, I don't... We just made it back above this high volume note here. General with anybody. Likely it's to get back up to 20,620. He has the ability to do investigations. We don't really have that. So that's what he's doing. <clears throat> 
Michael McKee from uh, Bloomberg Television and Radio. Uh, earlier this year, you touted the three-month uh, bill yield out to 18 months as the yield curve with 100% explanatory power. And you said, quote, if it's inverted, that means the Fed's going to cut, which means the economy is weak. That curve is only two basis points away from inversion now. So I'm wondering why you are so confident that you have not over-tightened, particularly given that uh, rates work with a lag. Well, oh, uh, so oh. we do monitor the near-term uh, forward spread. You're right. Oh, and it's uh, that's been our preferred measure. Oh, hit them with you know, the jab. Empirically, it, hit it with dominates the, the ones that people tend to look at, which is twos, tens, and things like that. So, it's not inverted. I did not express any violence um, at all. That was a joke. Also, you have to look at why things. You know why the why the uh, the rate curve is. Uh, is doing what it's doing. It can be doing that because it affects, it expects cuts, or because it expects inflation to come down. In this case, you, if you're in a situation where the markets are pricing in significant declines in inflation, that's going to affect the forward curve. So yes, we monitor it. You're, you're right, um, and uh, that's what I would say. Oh God, he didn't answer. Follow up. Um, you Look, also said like, uh, several meetings ago pissed. that the risk of doing too little outweighed the risk of doing too much. Is what you're trying to tell us today is that that risk assessment has changed a little bit? Well, he's got them now. Because, like, if you. Well, what's happened is time has passed and we've raised interest rates by 375 basis points. I would not, I, I would not change a word in that statement, though. I, th I think until we get inflation down, um, you'll be hearing that from me. Again, if, if, um, if we over tighten, and we don't want to, you know, we want to get this exactly right. But if, if we over tighten, uh, then we have the ability with our tools, which are powerful to, as we showed at the beginning of the, of the uh, pandemic episode, we can support economic activity strongly if that happens, if that's necessary. We could print money. On the other hand, if you, if you make we can print more money, Is that, isn't that what he just said? We can print more money. You let this drag on. Then it's a year or two down the road. All they did was print a bunch of money. What does he mean? Like behaving the way our can. power, our, our, our ability to print to go back in. By then, the risk really is that it has become entrenched in people's thinking, and the, and you know the record is that the employment costs, the, the cost to the people that we don't want to hurt, you know, uh, they go up with the passage of time. That's that's really how I look at it. So um, that that isn't going to change. What what has changed though? You're right. Is we're farther along now. What I'll tell you, there's a lag when you print money. And so what you don't realize is the money they printed during the pandemic in those last two years, we still haven't seen the effect of it. It's just beginning. There's a lag when you print money in inflation. So if you see $7 gasoline and it goes back to $10 gasoline, don't be surprised because there's a lag. We haven't seen the full effects of the money they printed in yet. And he's thinking that, man, I'm telling you right now, see, he thinks there's a lag in what he does. There's a lag in inflation. You get what I'm saying? Look, at there's that bullish divergence kicking in. And thank God this falling wedge broke to the upside. It didn't break to the downside. We jettisoned out of that. Can we get back above? But look, when you break the high, the high volume, uh, the POC, you go to the next high volume node, don't you? We were just talking about that. Fall back, fall up. Pretty crazy day for Bitcoin. I would not want to be trading leverage right now. You'd be getting rocked and, and loaded. It would be crazy. I think as, as we're farther aware of that, of course, and we look at it, um, and we've, you know, but I would say that in terms of what the right way to think about inflation really is to look at, at the Thank you to the 575 live for likes. But, Keep hitting that like button, everybody. 770 people on the live stream. 570 that, that, likes. So we get 200 we'll more likes up to the launchers. God bless you. Just a quick follow. Uh, it looks like stock and bond markets are reacting positively to your announcement so far. Is that uh, something you wanted to see? Is that a problem? or, or 
what how, how much that might affect uh, your future policy to see this positive reaction? You know, we're not uh, we're not targeting any any one or two particular things. You know, our our message should be what I'm trying to do is make sure that our message is clear, which is that we think we have a ways to go. We have some ground to cover with interest rates before we get to uh, before we get to um, that level of, of interest rates that we think is sufficiently restrictive. And putting that in the statement <clears throat> and identifying that as a goal <clears throat> is an important step. And that's, <clears throat> that's meant to, to put that question really as the important one now going forward. Um, I've also said that, that we think that the level of rates that we, we estimated in September, the incoming data suggests that that's actually going to be higher. And that's been the pattern. I mean, I, I would have little confidence that the forecast if we made a forecast today, if we were doing an SEP today, you know, the pattern has been that one after another, they go up and, you know, that'll end when it ends. But <clears throat> there's no sense that, that uh, uh, you know, that inflation is, uh, is coming down. It, it just, if you look at the, I have a table of the, uh, the last 12 months of 12-month readings, and you, there's really no pattern there. We're exactly where we were a year ago. So inflation would not stop. Like, and I've told people this, I said they're going to keep raising interest rates and they're not going to stop inflation. They're just going to ruin the economy. I said these things so many times and I said buying Bitcoin will be the best thing that could ever happen. But again, I'm not a financial advisor. My name's not Jer Powell. I didn't go to Penn State or Wharton. Um, uh, okay, so I would also say um, it's premature to discuss pausing. Um, and uh, it's I'm watching the 30 second time frame. The 30 second time frame. Thank you. Something that we're thinking about, that's, that's really not a conversation to be had now. We have a, we have a ways to go. And the last thing I'll say that, uh, is that um, I would want people to understand our commitment to getting this done and to not making the mistake of, of, uh, of, withdraw of, of not doing enough or the mistake of withdrawing uh, our, our strong policy and uh, doing that too soon. So those, I, I control those messages, and, and uh, that's my job. Ooh. Ooh, he's getting like kind of fired. Uh, Edward Lawrence with uh, Fox Business. Thank <clears throat> you, Fed Chairman. So, how big of a headwind is all the fiscal spending to what the Federal Reserve is trying to do to get inflation back to the 2% target? I like that. You know, it, it, see what he just said? How big of a headwind? Basically, if you keep printing money and you keep putting out these billion dollars of bills, don't you have to then raise interest rates to keep up with that? And so you took care of everything, but if they keep raising, if they keep printing money, you're going to have to keep up with that. How much of a headwind? That's a, see, that's what he's asking. Headwind is when there's a, a you know, a headwind is in sailing, right? Where there's a, a, a push in front of the boat that pushes the front of the boat heavier. And if you get in front of someone else and you cut it inside, you can get that headwind. And when the wind hits your boat before the other sailboat, you can kind of pass them in a, in, a, in, a, in a race. Headwind is when there's like a momentum coming, right? That's pushing you ahead and you have to kind of make up for that, right? The person behind the headwind is getting pushed behind, right? So he's the sailboat behind the headwind. And the fiscal policy that keeps printing money is the headwind. And this guy's saying, like, how are you going to get behind this headwind if they keep printing money? What a great question. It was a, head, a headwind this year. But I do think you, you, the broader context is that you have uh, households that have these significant amounts of savings and can keep spending. Uh, even in, so, so I, What? Whoa, 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 Nobody has any savings, bro. Come on. Those people were living paycheck to paycheck. Hold up, hold up. He just said because of all the fiscal spending, enough people got enough checks that everyone has a bunch of savings now that they can, can fall back on? 
Those checks, people went through those checks in a day. People played craps with those checks. Are you kidding me? Is he out of his mind? He's really saying that the American people's savings can help them to keep spending? Bring this back. This is insanity. The broader context is that you have uh, households that this have is these insanity amounts of savings and can keep spending. Uh, e- even what? So, so I, what? I think those two things do tend to wage, to sort of counterbalance each other out. It appears consumer spending is, is still positive. It's at pretty modest growth levels. It's not shrinking, but, and, you know, people are, and, you know, uh, the, the banks that deal with retail customers and this guy's uh, looking at it like, yo, tell you yo hold up, wait, 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 hold up. It appears we consumer pause spending is, is still positive. It's at pretty modest growth levels. Really? It's not shrinking, but, and, you know, people He's are like, in, yo, you know, the, the, the my man, that deal yo, with my retail man. Customers. And um, Yo, retailers will tell you that the consumers are still buying and they're and they're still you know uh, real they're 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 fine. So I don't know how big the fiscal uh, headwinds are, and they, they haven't shown up in the way that we thought they would in restraining spending. So it, it must be, must have to do with the with the savings that people have. What about the, the spending? There's, there's tens of billions yet to be spent. I mean, from the Inflation Reduction Act, the American Rescue Plan, Chips Act, bipartisan infrastructure bill. Um, it, where, how does that go play into your thinking about the future? You know, it's. Um, Demand is going to have some support from those savings <clears throat> and also from the strong demand that's still in the labor market. We still see pretty significant demand and, and, and um, a tightening labor market in some respects, although I think overall I would say it's not really tightening or, or loosening. So we see those things, You're and what those video. things tell us is that, you know, our job is going to require some resolve and some patience over time. We, we're going to have to stick with this. It's, and, and um, you know, that's just we, – we take, we take all that as a given – but we know what our objective is, and we know what our tools serious? can do. And, Are you um, really serious? Get out! Get get, get out! That's here. how we think about it. Like, don't do that. Hi, Chair Powell. Nancy Marshall Genzer from Marketplace. <clears throat> I'm wondering, has the window for a soft landing narrowed? Do you still think it's possible? Has it narrowed? Yes. Is it still possible? Yes. Uh, I I think. Um, I, we've always said it was going to be difficult, but they spent I those think money to the on flat screens. Rates I know, have right? to go higher and stay higher for longer. It becomes harder to uh, to see the path. It's it's narrowed. I would say the path has narrowed over the course of the last year. Really, um, hard to say. Hard to say. You know, again, I'll, I, I would say that the the sort of array, array of data in the labor market is is highly unusual, and to many economists, um, there is a path to. Uh, there's you, ordinarily, there's a relationship to GDP going down and, uh, and vacancies uh, declining, translating into unemployment, or there's Oaken's Law. So all those things are relationships that are in the data, and they're very real. Data is a little bit different this time, though, because you have this tremendously high level of vacancies, and we think on a, on a very steep part of the beverage curve. All I would say is that, that the, the the, lo- the job losses may turn out to be less than would be indicated by those traditional measures because, uh, because job openings are so elevated and because the labor market is so strong. Um, you know, again, that's going to be something we discover empirically. I, I think no one knows whether there's going to be a recession or not, and uh, if so, how, how bad that recession would be. And, um, you know, our job is to Because ret- we're not in a recession. <laughs> restore price stability so that we can have 
a strong labor market that benefits all over time, and that's what we're going to do. But just real quickly, why do you feel like the window has narrowed? Um, because we haven't nice question. seen um, inflation coming down. The, impl if, if the implication of inflation not coming down. And what we, what we would expect by now to have seen is that as the, really as the supply side problems have, had resolved themselves, we would have expected goods inflation to come down by now, long since by now. And it really hasn't, although it's, it's it, actually it has come down, but it's oh, come it, not to the extent. You kept printing hoped. money, and then At you the made the reduction now, inflation you see services act. inflation, core services inflation moving up. And I'll um, answer the question. It's because of the headwind of the fiscal policy spending. That's made it almost impossible for all his rate hikes to balance the market. Even if they could have balanced the market, which I don't think they would have, I think they could have given a little bit of a chip. But you can't, it's like basically he was trying to cover, put a hole, you know, there's a hole in a boat, which is fiscal spending, and water's coming into the boat. He's trying to raise interest rates and plug the hole, right? But you can't raise interest rates for a year and then have a bill that comes out and prints more money. You get what I'm saying? So the headwind of the fiscal spending is why he has to narrow his window for a soft landing, like in my humble opinion. Like I, I just think that, that the inflation picture has become more and more challenging over the course of this year without question. That means that we have to uh, have policy be more restrictive, and that narrows the path to a soft landing, I would say. Thanks very much. Oh, he's done. Oh, he's done. He tells you when he's done. So many people didn't get to ask a question. Whoever got to ask the question got to ask the question. And that concludes the Fed meeting. We're going to clean it up and look at Bitcoin. We're not done. Of course, we're not going to leave you hanging. We're going to keep pumping it up and keep going. We're going to assess what happened after this market. We're going to build an idea here. We're going to continue to look at what's happening. We're going to see if there's some opportunity in the market too as well because this is a vulnerable period where we may be able to make a move. You never know. Good time to look at what's happening and, uh, you know, keep it moving. So shout out to everybody that stuck with me. Bring that music down there. And we're going to keep it kicking. I'm going to watch Bitcoin here and kind of see what we see happening um we had a bigger target we had a whole thing that we were looking at um so we'll reassess and we'll see look i do see a shoulder here a head and a right shoulder now though you see that kind of a shoulder head and a shoulder it's not easy to see i get it let's take a look at our one hour time frame did we lose position what happened here we're kind of right where we started at the beginning of the session isn't that weird right where everything began Twenty thousand four. all right um let me kind of go to my group here and begin to delete these let me delete these here. All that little work I did on the smaller time frame. We don't need that nonsense no more. All right. All right. How did I do that? I went to the group and you can see everything that you've made and you can kind of delete layer by layer. How you doing, man? Can we check B-Rise? We can check B-Rise for sure. Shout out to you and yours. May God bless you. Shout out to Stephen Mallet in the house for the 279 Canadian. God bless you, Stephen. Thank you for jumping on in. So we take a look at the one-hour time frame. We see that indecision doji. We can kind of forget about it. We know that was a Fed meeting. At the end of the day, we stayed inside the pattern, and we're still oversold in the one-hour time frame or closer to it, maybe a bend up. The 15-minute has withstained a beatdown and a beat up, and at the same time, it has stayed inside the pattern. I didn't care what happened today as long as we kept this trend line whole. You see what I'm saying? As long as this trend line stayed whole. I don't know why it's not perfectly moved there. Uh... There, it moved back. Wow, that's weird. It wasn't there, and then it moved in. So we wanted to see this trend line hold. We want to stay inside the pattern. Super important. We're kind of hanging by a thread right now. Let's take a look at the seven-minute time frame oversold. So I like to get in when the seven's oversold. You know, I do see this, though. This is kind of a shoulder, a head, 
You see this? And a right shoulder. It's hard to see, but see, that's a shoulder. That's a head. It could be a right shoulder. That could be a dump. You kind of see it here, too, inside on the RSI, okay? Not the best thing to look at, all right? Strong trend line. DXY pumped massively. We'll take a look at the DXY. I thought it dumped massively, honestly. It dumped pretty hard, too, though. Let's take a look. We'll get out of the 30-second chart. We're going to see the levels that matter on the bigger time frames. All right. So look, DXY. First, what it did is it took a nasty dump, then took a nasty pump. But look, it's overbought when you look at it on the one-hour time frame, and it's just at resistance. We could actually bring this up and say this is still, look, resistance, resistance. That's a triple top. And we're at the top of this area. And I'm telling you right now, we swing that. That's a downtrend, slightly an uptrend bearish divergence right there telling me that it's likely we drop to the downside so i'm looking for a dump here dollar index comes up and a dump to the downside look at the 15 minute also getting to the overbought region and a dump to the downside i'd look for the dollar index when in doubt flag it out look for a flag here if it could stay in the flag bart simpson i would like to see it kind of make an m and dump to the downside but right now we're out of resistance we tried as hard as we could <coughs> excuse me but it looks likely that we dump all the way back here to the bottom of the pattern. I'm sticking to this idea with the bearish divergence for the dollar. All right. Bitcoin struggling at 20,000, 20,373, and it's beginning to break my lower trend line. We do not want to see this trend break. Very important we stay inside the zone here, and Bitcoin stays in this zone, and this falling wedge breaks back to the upside. So we broke up, broke back down. So look, we broke out, broke back down. I mean, look at the volatility. So if you were trading leverage, you got absolutely rocked. Absolutely rocked. Of course you did. They took everyone on both sides of the fence. Anyone who decided they were going to play. So they used it. See, see, the big boys used this exactly to their advantage. So if you decided to, to try to ride this one way or the other, you got absolutely slammed. You know what I mean? It wasn't a good idea. And I told everyone not to, you know, again, you're not going to listen to me. I don't tell anyone what to do. But I told everyone I would not be trading. All right. Let's go Sammy Cup and Handy. Music sounds like 100% pure love crystal waters. I dig it, man. Shout out to Positive Energies in the house. May God bless you. Sam, I'm going to make a call. I believe the Fed goes to 75 basis points. It gets baked in. We have a little bit of an up and down movement for a second. Bitcoin comes sideways and we get a pump. He said, Sam, I'm going to make a call. I believe the Fed goes to 75 basis points. It gets baked in. We have a little bit of an up and down movement for a second. Bitcoin continues sideways and then we get a pump. Hey, let's see if my prediction comes true. Right now, the 7, the 15-minute, the 1-hour, and the 4-hour time frame are all oversold. That's not where I would want to open up a short. I'll tell you that right now. However, there's a chance this is a shoulder, that's a head, and this is a right shoulder. I mean, we're seeing some signs of bearishness, but lack of bearish momentum on the MACD. Movement here. So I have to remain long right now at the present moment in time. Even though I, there's a fear in the market, I must remain long. As, if we break this channel... And if we break this channel and then we fall below 20,050, then I will flip short and take us down to 20,100. So this level breaks, I look for a bearish retest and I would short all the way down. Honestly, we're pretty close to losing the nip of this node here. It's very important we hold this area and we get a move back to the upside and we get tight in the channel and then we can get back to business and talk about possibly breaking back to the upside and then the measured move to 20,000, 22,100 is back on the table. Otherwise, it's likely we drop to the measured move here, right? Which would take us all the way back down to about 19,390. And then we could drop to that high volume node here, the POC at 19,100. 
So we're not out of the water yet. This could be a Bart Simpson pattern. So we watch. I am more bullish than bearish. But let's, you know, let's watch one step at a time as Bitcoin continues to drown itself, though, and continues to dump the DXY, continuing to pump. We need the DXY to cool off here. What a volatile day to trade, right? What an insane day. After this, everyone, go outside, take a walk, take a break. My whole trading group, I'm telling everybody, everyone, I want my whole trading group to go outside and take a break after this. This is heavy on the brain. This is not fair for them to move, to play games with the markets like this the way they do, right? Um, good day to just let your mind rest, reassess the situation. Don't force any trades. Right now, it's still going up. We're still seeing the emotions. We want to wait for those emotions to flatten out. You don't want to run into the emotional market. You want to wait for the emotion to flatten out. Then you want to take advantage. Okay. Then you want to take advantage. All right. So we're going to keep this flag open here. But now we broke through resistance. I don't like that. That's not cool. However, as long as we stay below 112, we'll be all right. But what a, I cannot believe that. They would dump it down. I got excited. Looked like there was going to be a nasty dump. Looked like we couldn't make it back. In the, and then all the way back up to a V-shaped recovery. And now they're melting Bitcoin to 20,000 too. Look at this. And really, there's just no no reasoning for this. We just have to wait it out and see what happens. Even I bow, bow at this point. What I don't like is I talked about this diagonal resistance and really strong, you know, really wanted it to hold. If it doesn't now, it becomes a, like a resistance point and we could dump. Aha, and you, yeah, I can switch from bearish to bullish in two seconds based on a support of resistance. It was nice. We were above the point of control. Things were looking great. We got a V-shaped recovery back in here. It is a shoulder, a head and a shoulder in my humble opinion. You see that? It's it's It's... It's not easy to see. Let me show you. But I've seen so many patterns play out. And and to me, it is what it is. You got this chubby shoulder here. You got this head. And then you got a right shoulder there. And that is a head and shoulder pattern. Your measured move is deep. You know what I mean? Down to about 20,086. And it looks like we're following that exactly to a T. Show me the charts and I'll show you the news. Look, as we completely, you know, I mean, yeah. Now we're forced to go back to the 30. Wow, now we're back in, in damage mode here for Bitcoin. And I'm looking for, you know, we start projecting, are we going to make a bull pattern? Or are we going to V-shape recovery right back to the upside here? Insanity for BTC today. The volatility is insane. Like, I need to take a break. This is nuts. Like, whew. Like, I really think I should go get a massage later on today and relax. This is insane. This is insane. Uh, let's go, Sammy. Come in handy. I, God bless you and yours. Okay, I didn't listen and aped in. I guess I had to learn these lessons myself. Just counting it as a DCA. Oof. Head and shoulder with a huge head. Feels like a fake out. Another liquidity grab. I believe it could be, but... I mean, the dollar index is flying, though. So... Let's go. Getting it. Shout out to Andrew Sim... Simone, baby. <laughs> I literally said small dump, big pump, and even bigger dump. Hey, you never know, though. We could get an even bigger pump now. Look at that V. Look at that move back up on the wick. And, dude, we made the measured move. Can you believe that? Of that head and shoulder pattern. Pretty crazy, right? And we wicked right back up. This is insanity. It's insanity. I'm learning something every day. Like, this is just pure nuts. And now you got to watch. I mean, are we going to flag out and continue? This could be a massive dump here. 
S&P getting crazy. We got back to 19.1 and uh, I know the dollar index can only go so far. The 200 MA is going to hold it in place on the four hour. This is my measured move for the DXY this morning. Shout out to Lakoki Coker. I love you for saying that. Liquidated grab is what's going on now. CHC holding strong. That's another thing. This is what you want to do here. Now you go to coin market cap. <coughs> right. We're going to look at all the cryptocurrencies. 21,000. We're looking at the last hour. What's holding? Chili's is up 2%. Gate token, XCN. And, you know, these are the coins that you want to look at it, it trading. You know, uh, let's see. And then all, all the stable coins. Anything else we're looking at? XDC is okay. Algorand's all right, right? Helium Network tends to kind of hold its own when Bitcoin goes all over the place for whatever reason. But not a lot to look at. Stellar hot. So I would even, you know. But again, like he said, CAG. So then you look and you're like, all right, let's take a look at CAG. Dollar index, I really want to see it collapse here. It can't get much much higher. And CHC is the hot coin. If it's a hot coin, it didn't dump at all because the World Cup wants it. So look at this thing, actually. Look, remember I put this in a, cha- in a channel earlier today on the live? This thing pumped. And so now you look at it here inside this channel. It's in this little flag. Interesting enough, right? Who here has never been to my live stream before in their life? Who is here never been to the Crypto Lifer live stream? Let me know if you've never been here to the Crypto Lifer live stream. Let me know. Who here has never been to the Crypto Lifer live stream? My name is Sam Price. I grew up in Boston, Mass. I'm 39 years old, okay? Give you a little bit about who I am. I started trading in 2008, 2009 after the housing crisis. Started buying gold and silver with my gold and silver purchases. I began to realize that you could make money trading gold and silver. Once I did that, I began to realize that you could trade the markets. I began trading the stock market. I then found out how Bitcoin looks a lot like gold and I equated it to gold and it changed my life. I then began to, you know, trade Bitcoin. I started buying, I knew what Bitcoin was when it was 350 bucks. I learned about Ethereum when it was $9. I met a guy in the street that told me about it. Uh, By the time it went all the way to uh, 89 bucks, I kicked myself. I had not gotten into Ethereum and I watched it 10x in front of me. At that point, I decided I was late and I needed to start getting into cryptocurrency. So I started buying Ethereum at $89 and I never looked back. It was the first cryptocurrency I ever bought, well, Litecoin too, at around five bucks. So I'm an OG of crypto. I can teach you a lot about the markets. I can teach you about the up and downs and I'm here every single day. My claim to fame is I have come here every day. I don't take a day off. All your other live streamers take the weekend off or eventually say, hey, I'll come back next week. I haven't done that in two and a half years or something crazy since February of 2021. Not two and a half, but like 600 and some odd crazy days. And that's the claim the fame of this live stream. So if you're new, you've never been here and you're feeling that energy, you're feeling something different. You're like, this is different than all the other live streams I've been a part of because it is because you're feeling a part of my life in real time. And I'm really sharing my energy with you. You're sharing your energy with me. You've never felt this. You've never seen something like this. You're like, I think I'm going to change my life with this live. And you are. If you're feeling something special and something different at this present moment while you're watching me, it's because you're about to change your life. You're about to go on a ride of your lifetime with the Crypto Lifer. I'm going to teach you so much that you never knew possible. I'm going to expand your, expand your brain. You're going to expand my brain. And we're going to have a blast together. So check it out. So look, liquidity here for Bitcoin. And this is Bookmap. Link in the description to Bookmap if you want to get into Bookmap. Okay? Another thing is I like to trade Max Global. We also have a cool little thing going on with Max Global right now. We have a cool little partnership with Max Global, baby. And I love Max Global and they love me. And it's a good thing going on. They're a new exchange on the game. You definitely want to check them out and learn about Max Global. All right? And right now, with the Crypto Lifer here at Max Global, check it out. 13 days left. If you deposit 500 bucks and you spot trade 2,000, 
Or if you future trade 10,000, get a $25 campaign token. Or one lucky person will be getting $1,000 as a future bonus. Five lucky people will get $200 as a campaign token. Up to 50 people participate and we there, and I'm pretty sure we're there by now. So jump on in today and it doesn't, you know, I do get commission from it. I greatly appreciate it. But I also really like trading the ETFs here because you can't get liquidated trading ETFs. They have also 5X, 4X, and 3X ETFs, Bitcoin, all sorts of cool stuff to trade. So check out Max Global today. Link in the description of my video. I would greatly appreciate it. If you want to join my trading group, it's $3 a day. The education will keep you so, you know, the education, I believe, pays for itself in the knowledge that you learn, honestly. Um, now they're sh liquidating the shorts at 2020. So be at 20,220. Just be careful. I believe the dollar index is going to hit this resistance and probably start to make a move back to the downside, which would give some relief for Bitcoin. All we want to know is that we don't go lower than 20K right now. I got us in a flag here on the 30-second chart, though. And a chance that we continue to dump, okay? Support the live today. Check out the 20-minute mask. What do you think? Rising or a falling wedge? Shout out to you and yours, man. God bless you. And mask was the big trade of the day. If you're in my trading group, all right? We looked at mask yesterday at 11 in the morning, all right? What I like about my trading group is people are like, well, how much is it? What do I got to do? Yada, yada, yada. And they ask all these awesome questions. And I know they're great questions and you want to know. You can join my server free with the link that's pinned in the comment section. Right now, I have a link pinned in the comment section right there. Click on that. It's going to bring you here. You get free guides that most people would charge you two, three thousand, you know, at least a thousand to five hundred bucks for. These will show you how to trade the market, teach you things that I know and get you situated. Also showing you my teaching style and kind of what I'm all about. You'll love it. Look at the, all the likes. Look at all the people that are saying stuff. Also, look, you're on a great journey. It'll be over before you know it. And if you stick with it and you achieve financial freedom, you will miss the days when you are finding your way. But once you're there, you will realize it was, in fact, the hard times and those emotions that push you to become great. Never stop becoming the greatest version of yourself, lifers. Never stop. I also wake up at like 5 to 6 in the morning every day. I give you motivational talk. I learn how to keep your subconscious mind reset. You got to rebuild the subconscious mind because they're taking it over on you. They're sending all these ads at you. They're trying to rebuild you. Going into nature, let nature rebuild you. Consistently go into nature. Once every day, if you can, at least a few times a week and meditate alone. That'll build your intuition. That'll build your inner strength. You'll become a strong person through nature. That's how I did it. That's how you can do it. I'm telling you right now is the best way. So I love you all and I'm here to help you. And why do I talk so much about this idea is because when you're trying to learn and figure out your way, all right, um, there's a lot coming at you and it's all vibration and energy and nature will help you find the right vibration and the right energy. And also, it'll help you focus. So you said the 20 minute, I could go to the 30 minute. I mean, we're still in this tight channel. And honestly, of all the coins, mask is still hot. You see this? Of all the coins, I mean, look, Bitcoin just went on a massive move to the upside. Did mask do anything? No, it really didn't. Mask looks ready to pump to the upside, in my humble opinion, on the 30 minute chart. You said 20 minute, 30 minute, whatever you want. I mean, this looks like it go up 50% gains and it's the strongest coin for the day. We already took it for 95% gains. If you're in my trading group, you get to check on the gains right here. And if you look at the gains on the gains tab, right? And you look right here, you see mask has boomed. It got tight in the channel. And this thing went up 95% exactly to the target that I had put out the day at 11.50 in the morning, right? So one of the bigger gainers of the day too. Mask at the top of the channel. I think it is the biggest gainer of the day. Titan and mask have been going back and forth for the biggest gainers of the day. So the lifers again, banging on them. You know what I mean? Hey, hey, we even talked about CTI yesterday. So I like what I'm seeing for mask. And if Bitcoin can stabilize here, you could see a big move for mask coming. So, you know, 
If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, I just keep riding the trend. The trend is good. I keep riding it. You see what I'm saying? High risk, but it's the strongest setup today. It is. It really is. I mean, you can clearly see it. It held its own compared to the rest of the market. That's why I love Crazy Days. It helps. It's easier to identify the strong coins. You know what I mean? It's easier. And again, this could dump to the downside. This could be an M pattern. We are at resistance. We can't get above it. Anything is possible. Always have a stop loss. Always believe that it could go the other way. Never get into a trade and be like, oh, it didn't bump. You never know. I'm going for a run after work today, and I'm going to make sure it's out in nature. Luckily, some beautiful trails where I live. Nature meditation is the best. Tectonic is banging on them. All love, brother. Headed to Philly. Let's go, Phillies. Shout out to Andrew Simone. We love you, baby. Be safe, man. Hope you... I don't know if you're getting to see the game, but God bless the Phillies. Let's go on a nature walk. This is crazy. I got to clear my head. This is... I really have to go clear my head. This is insanity what happened today. $40.33 in chat revenue. 757 people on the live. 673 likes. Can I get the likes up to the watches? 4,373 views, baby. Woo, chat rate up at eight. And where is everybody from? Let's do a roll call. Where are you from? Let's get that chat rate firing up. Tell me where you're from in the world, baby. As we end the night, as we end the day, tell me where you're from in the world. DSLA is pumping, babe. We talked about DSLA, did we not? Let's take a look at that. That was one of my calls of the day that I really liked. It was hot. Woo! And there's my call for DSLA pumping to the upside. Bang, bang, bang. So the whole market slumps and we get 28% because we're crypto lifers. Shout out to the crypto lifers, baby. We keep winning. I don't know how we do this, baby. People don't believe it. They're like... It's hard work. When you don't take a day off, because all week long, I was working last week, 16, 14-hour days. All that hard work and analysis is now coming to fruition this week. All the hard work I do this week comes into fruition next week. And every time you keep working, you just keep reaping the benefits of your hard work. And I don't take days off. So on Monday, I get to work from last Friday and Saturday. On Tuesday, it's Monday and Sunday. On Wednesday, it's, th- it's Saturday, Sunday and Monday. It's like, you get it? I keep cascading the flow of energy. Boom, boom, boom. Dude, we were all about this DSLA on the radar. Only thing I really, only thing that I thought was hot. Only thing that I liked really today. The whole market was whack. We knew we had that Fed meeting, right? DSLA, baby. And look, here at 10 a.m., I say still consolidating. I'm showing you this. Look at this. Before, after for gains. I mean, this is today. Like, you can learn... You can see you can see what happens right away, man. Super chats, B Rise Blocktopia and CKB. Shout out to everybody here. Forty dollars in chat revenue, seven hundred likes on the live, seven hundred and twenty-three people. You people are making it hard to leave. You people are making it hard to leave. I'll tell you that right now. You people are making it hard to leave, baby. <laughs> Woo! Let's go. Let's go. Shout out to each and every one of you for jumping on into the live stream and being a crypto lifer. You people are awesome. I love each and every one of you. May God bless you all. Every one of you. You're the best. You get a car. And 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 you, and you, and you get a car. 
Mask has volume coming in, Ben. Dude, Mask might be the next thing to move into. Hottest coin in the game right now. Look at this. The 30-bit 30 char chart wants to bang on him to the upside for Mask. 50% gains coming possible for Mask. DSLA did it. Could Mask follow suit? Can the lifers go two for two? Bang, ba bang, bang. Posted at 10, 18 in the morning. We started the live stream early. This is how we make gains every single day. You're like, how is this Paul? I don't even know. I don't believe it. I wouldn't believe it if I wasn't in it. I wouldn't believe it. Do you sell anything? Do you sell any whatever of whatever you're drinking? You're 40, man. Wow, man. Gala also on my radar because it got sold off so hard. I got it in this falling wedge. I believe Gala could do some damage. Look at this cup and handle for Gala, right? 31% gains coming out of Gala, possibly. I would keep Gala on the radar for show. I joined the group for one month and I had some issues. I'm a total beginner and saw some videos of yours. If someone can assist and show me the way, I'll be thankful. Thanks for all your info you provide. I mean, all you have to do is follow the directions, my man. Like, that's all you have to do. You have to join the group, right? Then you have to go here to the learning library. You have to take the learning library's videos seriously and watch every single one of them, right? You have to go to the first thing you have to do is watch the free guides, right? And it's going to show you how to use, you know, all the guides that I'm teaching you. It's going to show you how to use the Discord too, all right? Where's the Discord video? It should be in here, man. It's kind of weird, right? Or watch first, right here. Watch Immediately watch this first, which is how to circumvent the Discord. You probably just got, you got to follow directions. A lot of people just jump in. They don't follow directions, man. You got to follow the directions that I've set for you. Watch first, watch the free guides, right? Then you jump into the learning library because that's what it told you to do. Then you start consuming all this content, right? If you still need help, you take my beginner's course for 60 bucks. We would change your life. If you're having any issues and you don't take the beginner's course, I mean, that's going to solve your problems immediately. You know what I mean? Like immediately. So... And it's $60. Like, come, let's get real. Like, people spend... That's like a, a dinner for two now. Like, let's get real. And I know not people have tons of money, but that's an investment that you can keep for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? It's not like a, it's not like a pair of shoes that you're going to throw out in a month. That's an investment you can keep for the rest of your life. I don't like this. This is like, you know... I'm going to get off the 30-second chart soon, but Bitcoin's got to get back above 20400 to remain bullish. It's a bearish move so far for Bitcoin, and it, and it got rejected. This could be a bearish retest. What do you think about the Bit Bybit token next BNB? It could be. They're not my favorite organization. You know what I mean? So, B Rise and Block. So, we talked about B Rise and this giant cup and handle pumping to the upside, but now it's getting oversold in the four hour time frame. That daily was overbought, right? A little bit. Yeah, daily's a little high for me. I'd be careful. Like, nothing, you know, nothing showing huge signs of strength because the daily, like I said, the daily and the 22-hour on almost most things are pointing to the downside. This may make a lower low. I'd look to see where this settles when the 22-hour resets for B-Rise, you know? You want to see it not break basically 4251 or 428, 4245. Breaks those areas, you'd be looking for a lower low. 
If you believe in it, it's good to DCA into. These are lower prices, but you never know. What well, if Bitcoin goes to 10K and this dumps even lower down here? So anything is possible. You have to be ready for that. A lot of people just aren't ready for the uh, unthinkable. They think they know all the unthinkables, but they just don't. Blocktopia had this bottom here and then didn't hold that double bottom. Made a lower low area here. And it is attempting to make a rounded bottom. I get it. I like it as a project. It was hot. And people were getting involved. Binance, like everyone seemed to have a space in Blocktopia. It's kind of double bottoming here with lower lows, but it's below the point of control. To me, even if you miss out on a couple X's here, I'd rather wait to see it get above one of these two resistances before I played it. To me, it's just too risky at the lows and it could continue to dump. And I don't like buying things at the bottom. For me, I'd have to wait for Blocktopia to get back above 3302. Uh, thank you for persistence and hard work. Thank you for your persistence and hard work. May God bless you. Because if you came to my channel, that means you like to get it in and probably means you're trying to get it in every single day. So may God bless you and yours. Let's take a look at CKV in a falling wedge. It's at the bottom. I met the, you know, the founders and the CEOs of this thing. And it's like everything else. It's all watching if Bitcoin bottomed or not. And they're all at these bottom areas. And if Bitcoin can rip back up, these will too. And if Bitcoin dumps, these will dump. It's that simple. You just got to track Bitcoin and, and watch Bitcoin closely. And if Bitcoin starts to make a bit of a move, then you can DCA into these coins. If it's not, then you got to be careful. And right now it's Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. You can see they're all following Bitcoin. It is what it is now. This could be making what's called a famous Adam and Eve double bottom. Here's your Adam. And we'd be beginning to, to make the Eve here. And I could see that. But it means we could have some, like, you know, sideways downward action for a little while longer till we kind of find our way here. So be careful. C-Baby might just kind of do this before, but that will be a Adam and Eve double bottom possibly coming. All right. What about Matic? Been watching it for a few days. Everyone, I'm out of here for the day. I literally have to go for a walk with my wife. Like, I've been looking at the charts all day, and I need to rest my brain so I can come back tonight, scan the market for my trading goop trading group trading group and be right as rain uh, everyone thank you so much for coming in to all the new traders that have jumped into the live thank you for being here may god bless you shout out to anyone that made money on dsla we didn't focus on a lot of coins my next big idea is mask it could pump to the upside we'll be looking at it closely as a trading group and i'll be updating it throughout the night um, desire dedication determination and discipline the four d's will get you exactly where you need to be everyone thank you so much for coming on in i love you all thank you for the adrenaline thank you for the love um, thank you for everything. You're a savage, brother. No, you're a savage. Hey, Sam, thanks for all you do for the community. Here, it's 1 a.m. Shout out to Muma Kali. Mukaram. Mukaram Khalil. May God bless you, man. Awesome stream. God bless and peace out. Everyone, thank you for being here. And I'll see you on the next live stream. Please comment, like, and subscribe. Hit the bell for notifications. You can find out when I post my next video. Remember, if you came to the channel, then you're already doing the right thing. Crypto is life. I'm taking the tie off. I'm done. I'm done. Have a great day, everyone. I love you all. Be safe.